0: Welcome to Stop Wanting Him Back and Find Someone Better, where I talk about my personal and my group coaching clients' experiences of healing our hearts, authentically falling in love with ourselves, and yes, finding someone better. I'm Claire the Heartbreak Coach. Let's take your love life and entire life to the next level. Hi loves, welcome to episode 20. For all of you who have been tuning into the last 19 episodes, are you making fun of me going, wait for it, wait for it. Hey loves, I make fun of myself. My best friends make fun of me. I don't know. I don't know. I should be like, hey guys. Anyway, I'll work on it. But we're here at episode 20. This week has been probably just the most overwhelmingly exciting week. I had a third article published on Kourtney Kardashian's com, all about how to end a relationship in a healthy way. And I talk about blocking on social media and whether or not you should delete pics of you as a couple or not. And of course, as always, it comes back to mindset. I don't know the right answer for you. You have to know how you want to feel as a result and what your intention is behind it. I'll leave the link in the show notes. You guys can check it out. It was definitely my most popular post yet. And I've just been inundated with messages from so many of you who are moving through heartbreak and it is not easy. And I so appreciate the love and the support and the belief in my message and that this work is resonating with you and that you take what I'm offering and apply pen to paper. I'm getting lots of messages asking what should I do and hearing all of your stories. And I would love to be able to help each and every one of you, but there is only one of me. I have a almost full client list. Probably by the time this episode airs, it will be a full client list. And if you are interested in working with me, email me and we can discuss getting on a wait list because Spot's could open up in the next couple of months, different contracts with different clients and at different times. So all that to say, this is what this podcast is for, to deliver you as much content for free. And it's so easy. I talked about this in the last episode. It's so easy to absorb the content and say, yeah, yeah, totally, totally picking up what Claire is throwing down, but implementing the tools, taking pen to paper, using the tools that I'm offering you here and applying it into your life is what's going to transform your life. And even better if you do find the right coach or therapist for you. So without further ado, he's out of my league. I got to tell you guys, and this is hard for me to share because yes, I'm a coach and I think I'm a pretty good one, if I say so myself. Um, But I hate to break it to you. I am also a human. Isn't that crazy? And I, as you all know, if you've been following me for a while and have been listening to my podcast, I am currently single. Single lady living in La La Land. And I've repeatedly told all of you that I have definitely primarily been dating my business for the last year. And yes, I've been going on dates here and there and, you know, had short stints with different dudes, whether I'm interested in them. They're not. They're interested in me. I'm not. Shit happens. Right. But nothing has worked out. And as you all know, I am a big believer that your thoughts create your results. So I've been dating my business and my whole business has transformed as a result in the last year. And I just wake up thinking, feeling and behaving as the future boss babe that I am. So I am currently super proud of what I have created, but I really do want to get my work out to the masses. I see a big best selling book coming out. And I see a much larger business and I have lots of visions and lots of lots of ways that I want to scale to the masses and just really get out to the world that it is okay to feel pain. It is okay to feel heartbroken. It is okay to feel angry. It is okay to feel shame. It is okay to hold on to something that is no longer for a really long time, to give yourself permission to fall the fuck apart and then really grab. your life by the balls and decide you want to do the work to heal and transform your past into your present and make peace with the present, and then really create the future of your dreams and create space for the dream partner to come into your life. I 100% know that the reason why I am currently single is because my thoughts create my results, right? So there are things that I have not done. There are thoughts that I have not thunk. Um, And as a result, so the thoughts are not in alignment with action for the results of really definitely knowing that I want to have a partner in my life. And in the meantime, I have done so much healing work over the last eight, it might be nine years now since that rock bottom ex and I've had boyfriends since then, but that was obviously my lowest point revert back to episode five, my heartbreak story. If you're interested to hear what my darkest moments were all about and how I got on this path of becoming Claire, the heartbreak coach, follow me on IG, little shameless self plug there. You will get more free daily content based on inspiration that I get from my client sessions or from my own life experience. I often, uh, offer up impromptu, inspirational gems as you all move through heartbreak or your current relationship that you are struggling in or if you're struggling as a single person today, right? That there's... Always ways you can navigate through it, and that every situation that you're in is a neutral circumstance. Your relationship is a neutral circumstance. Your breakup is a neutral circumstance. Your being single is a neutral circumstance. It's your thoughts that create the suffering if you are thinking painful thoughts of, oh no, I'm single. So, I've done a fuck ton of work, you guys, on learning to love myself. So, when my clients come to me and they're up in arms about their partners and how they got to where they are, and they're feeling so much shame, and they can't believe that that he flipped a switch and all the things. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to hear your story. But at the end of the day, the only thing I care about is your lack of love for yourself and your need for him to fill that void for you. And that is totally what I was doing for so long throughout my 20s into my 30s. I I was 29 and 30 when I was dating my rock bottom ex, who I refer to in my heartbreak story episode, episode five. And I'll put that link in the show notes as well. And it's so natural to be really caught up in the story and in the pain and in the victimhood of all the things that he did and all the pain that you are in, right? And I don't say victimhood as a judgment, but we really can indulge, how the fuck could he do that? I mean, I... Dated someone who really flipped a switch. And even though I don't think he's a narcissistic sociopath, he really like it's my thought misled me in a lot of ways to believe that he was really committed to me and still flipped a switch. Right. So, of course, I had thoughts and I felt very victimized. Right. Um, We all think that. But every time we're thinking thoughts that make us feel like we are the victim, we just create ourselves more suffering. So. I have done a lot of work on building my self-esteem. It's taken me a long time to do that, and that took deep inner work with an amazing therapist, Ashley Graber. Uh, we will put her link in the show notes, as I do for every episode as well, and a ton of work through mindfulness and meditation and yoga, and now, of course, this incredible coaching path that I I embarked on and then obviously was so inspired to become a coach and help all of you, all the broken women out there right now who are going through what I went through and feel directionless and lost. And so I would definitely say I've been living in LA for the last five and a half years and really this chapter of my life has been just the most transformative with finding Ashley Delving deeper into a meditation practice and and then, of course, my coach training and then learning how to coach and then delving even deeper with multiple coaches to just constantly be doing the work, conscious, constantly be uncovering all of my blind spots, holding me back from creating a dream business, from loving exactly where I am in every area of my life. If you've been following me, you know that I just recently moved into a beautiful new place in Beverly Hills, into a dream apartment. And I had lived with a roommate for a really long time. And I'm not gonna lie, I had shameful thoughts about that as a 38 year old woman. I should be further along, but I was so committed to my dream. I was so committed to my vision. I was so committed to the investments in my coaching that I was willing to make those sacrifices. Elizabeth Gilbert talks about in her book, big magic. And I'll put that link in the show notes. How, how willing are you to eat a shit sandwich for your art or to create the dream that you wanted? And so I really did commit to eating lots of shit sandwiches, whether it was for pursuing my acting career throughout all my twenties into my thirties and the same for my coaching, coaching training. And my coaches are expensive and they're worth every dime because who am I without a managed mind? It doesn't matter if I had the perfect apartment, but I wasn't getting coached and growing and thriving and moving through the shit, right? So I had a vision. I have been... Believing, and you know, so many coaches come to me, and they ask me how did how did you become so successful? It seems like you're an overnight success, and everyone wants to know the hows. Oh, you did a podcast. Oh, you post on social media. Oh, you send out blogs. Oh, you network. That's again the A line in Brooke Castillo's thought model that I talk about in every episode. It's not about action because I've been blogging and doing consistent networking and connecting and sharing with the world that I'm coached for the last four years. But it wasn't until I worked with a coach over the last year, and then I added on. a personal coach this year. Now I'm working with a nutrition coach, totally drinking all the Kool-Aid, but my life just continues to expand, 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 and expand. And it's amazing. And I'm so proud. And I embrace my singledom. I really do. I know that I want to create space for the right guy to come in, but I'm going to embrace all of my freedom, (laughs) all of my alone time, because I really am an extroverted introvert. And now that I'm coaching almost 20 clients, I really like to just fall apart at the end of the day or not fall apart, but collapse at the end of the day and not talk. Right. So I'm really treasuring this time because I do know that I will welcome him in. And it was something that I was recently talking about with my personal coach about wanting to really create more space for love in my life. Now that I am in my new apartment, I'm totally feng shuiing it up. I've got my love corner all set up. If you guys have no idea what I'm talking about, look up feng shui. I'll give you another link in the the show notes. Lots of show notes links today, my loves. And so I have just, I talked about this with my dear friend, Jamie McHugh, and on the episode Bumble Schmumble how we both feel that as single women in LA, and we're both 38 years old, and we've been on a very unique healing journey and learning how to consciously love ourselves and believe that we are amazing women and amazing catches and all the things. And I'm really proud of who I am. I'm proud of the business that I created. I can honestly say that I love my body, even when I'm feeling puffier during my period or whatever it is that I refuse to let myself berate myself to shame myself. I love that I can take responsibility for who I am. I love that I can take responsibility for my mistakes. Uh, I love that. I always want to grow as a human and as a coach. And I think I would make an amazing partner and all the things. And so I don't know if any of you out there are listening and being like, okay, Claire, we get it. You're really in love with yourself. But my point is that is so important It is so important to love yourself and to not be afraid to share it. And I grew up Irish Catholic, so we were not taught that it was okay to talk about yourself and be proud of yourself and share your wins. It was just not appropriate. It was seen as cocky and conceited and all the things. And I think that there's a balance. I don't think I'm better than anybody. I don't need everyone to sing my praises. I'm just proud of who I am and love who I am. And for too many fucking years, I didn't. And I didn't even know that I didn't. I was like, what? Like when people would say, you're really angry. I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) Right. And so I still have that fire in me. I always tell you guys, I have a little fiery Irish side in me that I I actually think that I like to say that I embrace, but I own all of me, certainly not perfect, but love who I am on the inside and out, proud of the woman I've become, proud of the coach I am, the friend I am, the partner that I am to my future person, because I think about him and I think about the woman I want to become to attract him, because He's super amazing, so I need to be really amazing for him. And no, I'm not saying go be amazing so that your man can arrive, but that's an added bonus. I want him to be an added bonus in addition to my life as I am living my best life and living my most authentic life and being the transformation for my clients and practicing what I preach, all the things. So lo and behold, yours truly ends up at her gym, her local gym, and I had no makeup on and I'm pumping iron and I had to like race out because I needed to coach a client and I quickly changed and I like took my hair down because it was like my hair was all knotted and I put on this kind of dumpy looking black dress and I was like racing to pick up the salad that I had ordered in the gym and I came up the stairs and this gorgeous man did like a double take and I was and I looked at him and you guys my automatic thought was oh he must have thought I was someone else and I kept to go I just obviously I wasn't going to stop whether he was checking me out or not, but my automatic thought is I was like racing to my salad and I clocked him doing a double take. I thought, oh yeah, he must've thought I was someone else. And I just went over to the salad, went over to pick up my salad and I'm standing there and waiting. And then lo and behold, he comes up behind me and he was just standing there and I was clearing my receipts on this tiny little counter. And he was like, you can leave your mess there. And I'm like, holy fucking shit, this gorgeous man has a British accent. He did a double take on me, but I still was thinking, oh, it's just a coincidence, he's right behind me. And maybe it was, who knows? And I I was the biggest dork. I had no game whatsoever. I was so flustered. I felt literally my thoughts were I look disgusting. How many of you out there are like, oh, my God, I'm so sweaty from the gym. I look disgusting. And I just thought I, I don't even really know what came out of my mouth, but something about like, oh, I'm like a much bigger mess than uh, that or something. It was so bad, you guys. So bad. Yeah, I know. I need to work on my coach about knowing how to talk to people I'm attracted to. And then I just like went back to my phone and then he and then all of a sudden I heard from behind. He says, what does your tattoo say? And I'm like, now I want to melt because I have a little tattoo on the back of my on my back. Anyway, we had this lovely little exchange. By the end, I was like, what's your name? (laughs) I left because I had to go, but I think I started to sound like a normal human. Anyway, my whole point of this interaction, I hate to break it to you. No number was exchanged. I was like, what's your name? Nice to meet you. And in my brain, I was like, maybe we'll see each other again. But the point of all of this is afterwards, I said, oh, my gosh, you thought this man was out of your league. That was your automatic thought. And. Then I thought, oh, well, no wonder you're single because the people that you actually are legitimately automatically drawn to and are interested in and are attracted to, you're like, oh, no, that guy wouldn't like me. I know. It's so hard to say. And I, I, I shared this with a few friends this week of, oh my gosh, and then there's that. And one friend said, oh my God, Claire. And I said, no, I'm not even feeling sorry for myself. This is not a pity party of guys. I just don't feel like I'm a catch. It was just very interesting cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is where you have two thoughts, about the same situation, right? So on the one hand, I've been doing all this work and thinking I'm such a catch and I, you know, should, should attract someone really great because I believe that I'm this great catch. And then on the other hand, I meet someone who's actually directly talking to me that totally immediately I just felt drawn to and intrigued by. And I thought, oh, yeah, no, you wouldn't like me, right? And so it's just interesting information. This is not an opportunity for me to go down this rabbit hole. I already talked about it with my coach and she's like, yeah, OK, so now you really just need to start believing that you could potentially actually have a partnership with someone who you're immediately drawn to. And I then uncovered another realization is that anytime I've been immediately drawn to someone and they're immediately drawn to me, well, it hasn't worked out, right? And so I've spent so many years online dating here in LA thinking like, Go for the guy who's like kind of cute. And if he has a good personality, maybe the attraction will build. Now, I think that there's something to that. I have friends and I have clients who say, well, I'm really just drawn to a really gorgeous man. And I'm like, okay, but if that hasn't worked for you, I would highly encourage you to change your thoughts and recognize that every single man is a neutral circumstance, whether you automatically think he's not attractive or attractive. He really is just a neutral circumstance. But you've got to get really savvy. And this is why I think coaching is so important. You've got to get really savvy with what your lesson is, if you are drawn to conventionally attractive men or a certain type that you find attractive and you're doing the same thing over and over and g- giving them thoughts of putting them on a pedestal, go back to my last episode and it's not working out, then you got to adjust your thoughts. And I recognize that I've been kind of settling for and this is not about oh, less, less better looking dudes, right? It's all relatives. Like my idea of a good looking man is different than your idea of a good looking man. But obviously there's an innate sense of chemistry. I think there are pheromones. I think literally someone's smell can light you up in a particular way that might not light someone else up. So I'm just speaking through my own specific experience of this random hot British dude, right? But those were my automatic thoughts. And so I've been realizing, and I've been just uncovering this and wrapping my head around this is that I actually kind of go for guys that I think, oh, they're less good looking than what I would normally be innately attracted to. But they're probably a little bit safer, which isn't even really true. There was a, a fuckboy I got involved with last year. He was a lot shorter than what he said on his picks. People, do not lie about your height even though majority of you are women. But don't lie on your profile anyway or exaggerate. Just be exactly who you are. Don't waste his time, don't waste your time or her time. So, my whole point of all of this is to say really evaluate how you are under undercutting yourself, right? Where are you not fully owning the catch that you are? As far as I'm concerned, nobody is out of your league and nobody is out of my league. It's our thoughts about someone else that makes us think, oh, they're way out of my league. And I've thought that before. I thought that with a boyfriend who I dated, I'm not as fancy as him. He has this Ivy League degree. I was working a personal assistant job while I was building my life coaching business. And I had these insecurities. And he even mentioned that in the when he was breaking up with me, um, I did have those insecurities that I had to clean up up for myself. So of course I was gonna attract someone who judged me and held that against me in the relationship, right? But when you just fully own who you are on the inside and out and can enjoy any conversation with anybody and catch yourself when you're thinking the thought, oh, he's out of my league. I could never, he would never be interested in someone like me. That is total bullshit, especially too, when you think back on an ex like, oh, he broke up with me. It's the same kind of idea of putting someone on their pedestal, right? On his pedestal. I am coaching so many people right now who are pining for their exes who didn't treat them very well, right? And it's this pedestal that we're putting them on. And like, nobody is better than him because of that feeling that you felt when you were with him, but you were feeling that feeling because you had a particular thought and idea about him. And when you are ready to commit, you always get to shift your thinking to feel a different feeling. My guy is not going to break up with me via text message. Well, my guy will hopefully stay with me. Right. But there are so many different things that we selectively brush to the wayside because we will only want to hold on to the good. I don't know anything about that British dude. I don't know if he's a good person. Did I get an, an initial, ooh, he seems really lovely and personable and funny and charming and engaging and gorgeous? Yes, right? But... I don't know what his insecurities are. I don't know what his MO is. I don't know anything about this person, right? So every relationship is two people coming together and just navigating through that. But your job is to embrace you and know that you are worthy and deserving of being with any person that you desire to be with. And of course, he has to have a say too, or she, right? But even if he wasn't interested in you back, that has no basis on your worth, So my job right now is to really own the catch that I am to any human being. And that does not mean that any human being is right for me or every human being wants to be with me. That is not what I'm saying. I'm simply saying that I'm worthy and deserving of someone who I am innately drawn to and find interesting and charming. And that whenever I have the thought, why would he be interested in me? I I get to turn that question around and say, why wouldn't he be interested in me? I wonder if any of my Irish audience members here are thinking this girl is real full of herself or she's really full of herself now, isn't she? My Irish accent is getting worse and worse as I go along, but I did have one as a kid and my parents still have it. So, But again, it's finding that balance. I don't find people who are in love with themselves that appealing. It's not about... Yes, I, I do like the idea of being in love with myself, but not just thinking that I'm the shit or better than I just love that I love me that I respect me that I am recognizing where I am undercutting myself and short selling myself whether I meet that person again or not, that he really just taught me that lesson of, oh, he, he was engaging with me. And there was a little flirtation there. And of course, why wouldn't he? And so my coach pointed this out. She said, in the same way that you are now thinking about your million dollar business, this is what my business coach is cr- helping me create in the future years as I scale at programs so I can scale to the masses and write a book. And no, this is not about me having all the money. This is about me growing the business business and becoming someone who has to expand her mind to create this abundance so that I can get my message out to the world and make it more accessible to more people. And that is so exciting. But if you told me even two years ago that I would be working on creating a million dollar business, I would have laughed and been like, ha, 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 maybe in the next lifetime. And now I have to realize that with finding my dream guy, why am I not worthy of meeting someone who is into me, who I am Just immediately drawn towards physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all the things intellectually, right? Like if I am working on owning myself and the catch that I am. In all of those areas, of course, I'm going to attract someone like that. And again, I I don't know this man from Adam. I'm just saying the initial impression that I got or the idea of wanting to attract someone like that who hopefully will be emotionally available and committed and loyal and monogamous, all those other things, too. You know, I'm not asking for too much, guys. So I hope this helps. I hope this resonates. I hope that you swipe on whoever you think is interesting or intriguing because you are interested and intrigued and you believe that he or she would be lucky to swipe on you. Never thinking that guy is out of my league. No, you are the greatest catch of all. And if you are not believing that, then you also have work to do on that. Ask yourself Why wouldn't he want to be with me? And no, don't come up with all the reasons of why he wouldn't. Like he should want to be with me because I have so much to offer. So I hope this helps. Go find evidence to support that you are a catch for anybody, no matter what he looks like, no matter how much money he has, no matter how buff he is or how successful he is or how talented he is or how kind he is or whatever. If those are the things that you are, the qualities that you are drawn towards, embrace those qualities within yourself. Go become the woman to attract that kind of man because if you believe he's high quality and those are your thoughts that make him high quality, then go become the high quality version and the high quality match to him. Again, I am not saying change so that you can attract him. Change for yourself. Grow for yourself. I want to be this badass boss babe serving the masses on heartbreak because I just think this is a huge epidemic now with social media and uh, dating apps. It just we off, We have so much access to quicker pain with finding out where he is. Who he's with, what he's up to, all the things. We don't get to just disconnect our landlines and uh, never have to worry about running into him again or friends or him getting tagged in a post, right? Or seeing him in a friend's picture on social media. We just have such quicker access to getting hurt more easily and heartbroken more easily. And so this work is just vital right now. And so I just love how passionate I am. And I think that I have become a different person as I've grown my business, as I've grown, as I've grown as a human. And so yeah, I totally think that that makes me a more attractive person to my ideal guy. So go figure out what those qualities are if you too are searching for your guy and have this idea of who he is and how you feel around him and the pheromones that light up for you when you are around him. You are worthy and deserving of that and he is worthy and deserving of of you. So much love my loves. Thank you for tuning in. Please go to iTunes and rate me five stars and give me a solid review. Special shout out to Lori. Your review just meant so much to me. I was just totally blown away by your beautiful words and your sentiment and for you to take the time to share how... How to Stop Wanting Him Back resonated with you. Laurie said, I was in the throes of heartbreak after a five-year relationship and being engaged the last two years. Found Claire's podcast just in time, was extremely sad and had many suicidal thoughts. Read books on grief, but listening to Claire's voice and knowing other women were going through similar battles was incredibly helpful. It saved me. That just brought total tears to my eyes when I read it and it gets me choked up now and forgive the humble brag. This is not about me. This is just about knowing that there are so many people who are suffering the way I suffered and were at a loss and had the most dark Moments and and darkest thoughts. And so Lori, I'm just so glad that my mes- message resonated with you. Thank you for the love. And I'm so glad it helped. And I hope that you guys will continue to spread the message of how to stop wanting him back. Somebody else also posted, I hope you realize that sometimes it's people do get back together and it's a good thing. Of course, but this message is for all of you who know that the person is wrong for you. And maybe you do get back together with him and maybe he isn't a bad guy, but if you are broken up, heal and move forward and and do the work and create thoughts for the result of moving forward and letting him go, because there are no guarantees. And even if he does come back, do you want to spend the time apart pining for him and wrestling with the universe and wrestling with God to get him to come back or just live your fullest life and grow as a human independently and just learn to love yourself, whether he comes back or not. Right. So to all of you who get back together with your exes and it works out a fucking men. I'm all for that. Holla fucking Luya. But this podcast is obviously for women like me who have been in emotionally abusive relationships or the guy is just not right and you're still holding on to him and it isn't serving you to hold on to him and you're resisting the reality of him being gone. And you always get to manage your mind and heal your heart and move forward with this work. So much love. Thanks, you guys. Until next time. Bye. My love. Are you ready to stop wanting him back and find someone better? Then head on over to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com and sign up for my one-year group coaching program. I can't wait to put a stop to your broken heart and get a start on your happily ever after.